Hello, Tower Bottoms. It's me, your host, Zach Noe Towers, and this is a podcast about sex. Ooh, a little bit about sodomy. Let's see, it's 4th of July weekend, and that doesn't really mean a ton to me. I don't mean that in an anti-patriotic way. Um, I guess my first memories of 4th of July are just that it feels like it's the middle, it's like the midway for summer, like when we went back to school in like August, September times. So it was kind of like a, like a, a, a very climactic, but like kind of sad holiday. Um, it also, I have memories of like driving around with like warm Smirnoff ice, trying to like get, you know, DL jock dick from my um, hometown uh, when I was a teen. That wasn't too hot. Also in general, I kind of, qual- I kind of put 4th of July in like that new year's Eve um, partier world where it's like, It's just too many people trying to have the best day of their life. And like, it's just like, even sex wise, like I remember like in my twenties, like trying to get like laid on 4th of July, which like it could happen, but like, it was just like high expectations, little reward. Just give me, give me Tuesday dick over holiday dick. Just nice Tuesday afternoon cock over um holiday cock um i'm trying to think a little bit about sodomy uh, i want to save some stuff for the bonus episodes on patreon uh you can find that at patreon.com slash tower bottom but um i did go to uh, a premiere party for space jam at six flags last night and it was a celebrity and influencer absolute fuck fest it was insane there were just models actors celebs all over the place lebron was walking around i rode a ride at the same time as phoebe bridgers um so many don Cheadle, uh megan fox anyway i have a couple stories from that night uh but i'll save it for the bonus oh and sex wise I don't think there's anything new to report. I had like um, a puppy play date with a, a, a grinder neighbor. And I will say, and I don't, I did not get peanut for this purpose, but since having peanut, he is somewhat of a dude magnet. Like he's, I, I obviously uploaded a picture uh, with him on one of my grinder picks. Uh, it does get a lot of engagement, gets a lot of conversations going, got dog lovers, got dog owners, uh, the runs the gamut. And it is a great, like yesterday, I had a very like platonic hangout with a grinder dude. And we just, you know, let we just played with Peanut. And it was very cute. It was a nice, low press um, way to get to know someone. So if you struggle on first dates, get a dog or a baby or a young thing that you can kind of like coddle amidst talking about your likes and dislikes. Um, It seems like it's working out for me. Um, But I think that's it. I go kind of long with this um, guest because we had a really great conversation and he's like an old like LA uh, trudging buddy. Like we've just been in, in uh, the 
the trenches of Los Angeles, California, since we were in our early 20s. Um, and he's got so much wisdom to lay on you guys. I'm very excited. Um, but just before that, real quick housekeeping, please rate and review the pod. Consider subscribing to the Patreon. At, I already said that, patreon.com slash towerbottom. Um, sorry, I'm like, I feel like I'm a little all over the place. I'm kind of fried. I, I had a late night. Mama had a late night. As someone who identifies as a woman in her early 50s, being at Six Flags with a bunch of hot ass young people till two in the morning just doesn't, it doesn't go. I had, I had some, I had candy last night. I mean, I had candy in forever. I'm a, I'm a simple chocolate chip cookie from a nice bakery type of gal. And I had like nerd rope last night which just you know i'm paying for it y'all i can't think straight today um rate and read the pod sign up for the patreon i feel like there's another thing i'm supposed to say follow me on social media zach noe towers hmm hmm well if i think of it i'll cover it in the outro so without any further ado this is dick's Everywhere with Dr. J.D. Barton. Mm, yeah, more. Give it to me. Mm, yeah, more. Good morning, sodomites. With Zach Noe Towers. <laughs> J.D. Barton. That's me. Doctor. Dr. J.D. Barton, yeah. But uh, you're the first uh, doctor I met with pink hair. Oh my god! You need to meet more doctors. I guess so. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about how we don't know how we know each other. But how long have you been in LA? I moved here in like 2009. Yeah, same. Okay. So wow, I, just from being gay. Yes. Yeah, it's just kind of a <laughs> of a, a stream thing. of life. Um, yeah, it's hard to, especially if you're like. Because I was an actor when I moved here. So if you're like adjacent. Oh my. And now you're a fucking doctor of psychology. Psychologist. Yeah. Wow. Does that mean um, specifically you deal with like patients and like. Yeah. I do therapy. So I don't do Uh like medication. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. But yeah. Therapy. And is there. Did you not want to do medication? Well, uh, that would be like medical school. Oh, I'm oh, like oh, a doctor oh. of psychology. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Of a doctor of medicine. Wow, wait, and what is it like? Like, is now it just like finding patients? So I work at uh, a place at a university, and so oh. they, I see students. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow, and I'm sitting inside JD's amazing West Hollywood home that you can rent because you won on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah, I had a weird, a weird COVID experience yeah i went on it was literally during covid i filmed it in august i went it aired in december stop yeah wait are there is there like the episodes up somewhere yeah on hulu oh my it was i don't know do you know what there's actually two episodes because i had a long run stop Mm. oh my god i'm i'm i am literally gonna check it out yeah i mean it's just me and me and jimmy kimmel just and you just slaying questions yeah, I mean, it's not actually that many questions. Yeah, you're right. There's only 15 questions. Because the money doubles like every time? To, just about, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, well, thank you for doing this. You're so welcome. I wonder if, I'm, I'm wondering if I should tell you my one... Okay, this is the thing. We didn't remember how we met each other. Yeah. But this is my formative memory. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not formative, but you know, we literally haven't hung out the in one years. That's like galvanized. Kind of. Well, we've never actually hung out. 
like that. ever we, we social we know each other socially so so we always see each other and we always say hi yes if, which is i hope i'm not one of those people that you see and you're like oh fuck this hi you know what i mean no. like well, okay you can know that by the fact that i actually engage in your instagram stories like, okay. i actually do yes i comment out of so okay okay relief um so it was at the um that eight thousand sunset near crunch yeah yeah yeah. and um we were like talking about something there's probably a third person there and i think you brought up the massage place william (laughs) william burke or burke oh burke williams burke williams yes and you were like i got massaged by the hottest guy there and towards the end he asked if you could fuck me and i was like sure go for it (laughs) (laughs) wow does that sound familiar Yeah, I mean, the real, the real uh, crazy thing is like, that's not the only time that's happened to me. (laughs) Like in the same, okay, wait, like at various massage places. Yeah. Wow. That's what it's like to be a hot young gay man, huh? I think think it's just, just like, there's big dick energy. And I think it's just like willing bottom energy (laughs) that happens sometimes. Your butt's like puckering towards them. As their, as your, I don't know. Weird. It's just a gift. A gift. It, it really has felt like a, like a present to me. <laughs> like you don't even just say anything. They just kind of know. Yeah, I think. I mean, I, I can't. <laughs> and I'm just imagining some like nightmare, like cat, cow, archback situation where I'm like, oops, <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> yeah, that's. that's that's amazing. Well, I've yeah. had like uh, so much like respect and love for you since that story. That's, that's so funny. That's kind of like, oh, he's like down to clown. He's like open, yeah, open to lots of experiences. Yeah, I mean that was a that was a yeah many several many several experiences <laughs> that oh. I have had in my now 13, 12, 12 years and going on thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so the only like hard and fast question of the pod is how do you define sex? Like if you were to say you had sex with someone? Uh, I think I, I define sex very loosely in that I, I think it has to be, I think genital touching needs to be involved. Genital touching? Genital touching. Hot. Yeah. However, <laughs> I think there are, I, I think it's a big gray area because I think like, could you say if you're at an orgy and you're all having sex together and you don't touch, sure. I mean, you're having sex with <laughs> that person. Yes. Uh, oh, that's, that's actually fascinating because right? you're having sex alongside yes. with them. Yeah. Wow. That's, um, so I think it is a bit of a gray question for me. I will say like there, the, if you said like, oh, we fucked like yeah. that to me is a very specific penis and butt. Uh, or penis and vagina. I okay, okay, think okay. people still do that. Really? Not in this town. Not on this Not podcast. 2021. <laughs> um, okay, so going way back, do you remember the first thing that made your quote-unquote coochie tingle? Or the first thing that made you, oh, that stirred? Yeah, you know, my first crush ever was uh, Pierce Brosnan and Remington Steele. <gasps> In oh. reruns. I'm not that old. Yeah, I was gonna say, wait, because I know that from my mom, like no, watching yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was in reruns. It would run it would go like after Bewitched. 
Wow, Nick at Night, but yeah, but it was it was like TV Land in the day, but it wasn't TV Land. It was um because I didn't have cable as a kid because I grew up in the country and we didn't. It wasn't possible. Oh wow, yeah. Do they does your does your family still live there? Yeah, my and do they have there. internet? Because I've heard they weird things. Okay, yeah, I've heard weird things like oh we don't have Netflix because there's no internet that comes near us. Wow. I know. That's like still a thing that's going on. You sure that's not people just like dragging your comedy career being like, I, you're <laughs> like, oh, have you watched any of my work? And be like, no, actually, we don't have internet. We don't have internet. We don't yet. have internet. So I can't have I'm seen... like, we're FaceTiming. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something's wrong. Like, what, it's, what, are you on 3G? Like, what is... Yeah. Dial up cell phones. <laughs> that's what they're on. Um. Um. Okay. Pierce Brosnan, Remington Seal. That's so yeah. funny. And that's like a in color show. So that, it would have yeah. been jarring <laughs> <laughs> well, after like Bewitched and stuff. Well, Bewitched also switched to color midway through. Did it really? Yeah, some episodes are in color of Bewitched. Oh, fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think only season one or maybe two. They also switched Darren's in the middle of the way, which I got to say, I've seen almost every episode of Bewitched. Yeah. I can't tell them apart. Stop. I couldn't tell you which one. And they both were, one was Dick Sargent and the other one was also named Dick. They were both named Dick. Oh, well, first of all, Dick Sargent is... Yeah. The best like poor name I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Um, Darren, uh, that was his name. Darren. Yeah. He was not, um, attractive to me. Uh, he had like a, you're not Dick Van Dyke quality about him. <laughs> but no, I mean, he wasn't ugly to me, but he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't. He, he wasn't, he was no Remington Steel. He was no Remington Steel. <laughs> also, like, the nerve of that show where, like, the whole premise is, like, is, like, he's just, like, a normal man who works for an ad agency. And his wife has magical powers and has to constantly cover it up to be as normal as possible. And that's every episode is, like, Samantha, do not be an incredible mystical being. Oh, my God. I need you to be a housewife. I... Never, I never analyzed it. And every episode, she's just trying to like show him that he, and and sometimes she gets a winky little like, well, I'm a housewife and I know a little better than you think, (laughs) husband. But like it mainly is her surviving, trying to dumb herself down. But doesn't she also like fix a lot of his problems? But she creates the problems too. Okay, okay. Because like what easy example is that? Is I remember she somehow embarrasses him in front of. They're doing business with a Chinese. He's an advertising oh, executive, no. as everybody works in ads or for a magazine. <laughs> yeah, always. He works in advertising, and there's a Chinese executive that he embarrasses himself in front of, and she learns that like in Chinese, the culture is to say that you lose face if you're. <laughs> and so she's like, I'd hate to lose face, and then makes her face go away. No. And then the, the Chinese businessman is like, Oh no! But in a very offensive Chinese. Yes, way. I. That's. Like, I was worried. Oh the whole no! Time. <laughs> and, and he's like, Maybe I'm crazy. And she's like, maybe you're crazy. (laughs) Yeah, so it's always. There's a gaslighting, there's racism, there's anti feminism. There's one neighbor that's constantly like trying to peek in at her. The Snoopy neighbor. The Snoopy neighbor. And she's always seeing weird magic things, and they're always like, no, you're crazy. (laughs) No, you didn't see that. Yeah, it's always. That woman for sure, like, that character killed herself. Absolutely, at some point. Yeah, she was. I mean, that, that character is all of us right like no one's never not try- actually these neighbors right here i'm constantly they're they're you can see their blind is closed but yeah. at night it just peers oh, it's, right through yeah and they're just fully naked all the stop. time stop yeah is it hot dudes no i mean it's beautiful women oh uh, and so i'm also like my window is clearly open like i'm like i'm not sure peeping, but it's one of those things where i want to be like it's, i can see you, you assume i'm gay i mean there's like you know there's <laughs> 
three foot tall beaded flamingos on my wall over here. And hummingbird uh, wallpaper. Hummingbird. Those are actually even gayer. Those are swallows. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. High five. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pierce Rosden, uh, for me, yeah. was activating in GoldenEye. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah, which was, you know, about... I think it was only, I think... Uh, a few years later? Yeah, I think it was in the 80s, Remington Steel. Wow. It was like mid-80s, probably. And then GoldenEye was like mid Mid to late 90s, yeah. Wow. Um, I also feel, though, that like my mom's crushes had an influence on me. Like my mom loved Pierce Brosnan, and I was like, this must be the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there was something about him... Like he was, he was James Bond, but like more relatable because he only had eyes for one girl in Remington Steel. It was oh. just Laura Holt. Did he have an accent in Remington Steel? Yeah. Okay. I mean, his, I think just the same English one. They've always let him fly with that accent. Hmm. Do you feel like they shouldn't? I feel, no, I just feel like we um, silence a lot of accents here. Oh. And I'm like, oh, they're Australian? Well, like I had no idea. Let's be real though. Like it, the Australian <laughs> one being like, oh, Laura Holt. <laughs> Today, yeah, I'm here to unlock the safe. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, beyond that, do you remember when you first discovered your body? Like when you like first had an orgasm? Well, yeah, I think a similar age to to most. I mean, I think I had some childhood experimentation that with, you know, same age peers that being a doctor of psychology, I think is developmentally appropriate and typical. Um, but uh, yeah, I think around like 12, I actually remember the first time that I had an orgasm, I was listening to, I had just gotten my first boom box, <gasps> which was like a rite of passage in my house. Sure. I'd gotten, and I was deeply, deeply, deeply Christian. And, no. Yeah, and yeah, very Christian. Hard. Is your family still very Christian? You know, what's funny is my family's like church going. They've okay. always been church going. But I was like, everyone's calling me a faggot. What's the best way to convince them they are wrong? <laughs> I'm going to double down on Jesus. So I was like the most Christian in my family. Wow. Yeah. Your family wasn't calling you a faggot. No. Okay. No. Okay. No, they would never. Did they think you were gay? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there are lots of like hints. Oh, there were. T- I had tells left and right. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But they were Do kind you hear to us you. talking. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, um, it okay. was clear. Double oh, yeah. down on so, Jesus. Yeah, double, yeah, yeah. So I, I was really, really Christian. So I was, uh, I was listening to my boombox, and do you know um, what you were listening to? Bills, bills, bills. And that was when this like sort of eruption and I was just like feeling up on myself. And that was then this like strange eruption of something occurred in my nervous system. (laughs) I didn't understand it. And then I like remember looking at my stereo with bills, bills, bills playing and being like, stop. And I had to like stop it and be like, what just happened? And then I just like couldn't hear bills, bills, bills again for years because it was like that I did. I did the wrong thing. Oh, it was like a was bad, so bad, traumatizing. It was, like a, yeah, it was a trauma memory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I hear it in the club. I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm gonna no. come all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Wait. 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 You inflicted your own like Christian-based trauma, kind of. I mean, listen. Do you think that's not how most Christian-based trauma goes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, okay. That's fair. Yeah. But is- I was thinking, like, normally, I, I, I would think it's like parents who are like don't touch your, you know, you're going to hell, don't do this. But you were kind of giving yourself that pep talk. Yeah, my parents gave me the, like, 
sort of broadly societally homophobic things that weren't uh, like actively aggressive, but were just like, maybe don't do that. That seems really feminine. Like those kinds of things where it's like, no, still a deep well of shame. Wow. Like occurred. Yeah. But yeah, just a lot of like, uh, I remember actually when I, this memory like came back to me when I was like 22, that one time I, uh, in, in like seventh or eighth grade, some guy some kid that I was in school with had gone to our neighbor as a dentist. And he was like, oh, I met your neighbor. He's my dentist. And I was like, oh, that's funny. He goes, uh, that, uh, that JD kid, he's, uh, he's different, huh? And I was telling the story to the family being like, I'm like so weird. Aren't I like so weird and crazy? And my, and I remember my dad being like, you know, to some people different means gay. (gasps) And I just remember being like, uh, oh, <laughs> and oh like, my and it was like you and I remember being like that's crazy because I don't think I even was gay yet yeah like I, was, I think yeah. I was like trying to figure out even like the first time like touching myself was just sort of like this is a body yeah. like I wasn't imagining <laughs> anything else it was just like and yeah and so it was like I didn't really have a sexual orientation at the time but like seemed real faggy wow and uh, I was like 22 or 23 and I remember like sitting up in bed being like he knew like, just like, just like if I was not, if I was just like a, like a quirky, funny football player kid, my dad would not have been like, he thinks you're gay. Yeah. He would have been like, yeah, you sure are different. You're different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. And we don't even realize that that's like a fucking formative memory. Like, ba- you know. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Just lived. It, it, like it's a visceral. Yeah. Well, I also remember almost everything. Are you kidding? Yeah. Not like the Mary Lou Henner kind of like ever like uh, super advanced autobiographical memory, but like yeah. I remember most anything someone says to me. Interesting. Do you remember names? Uh, I'm okay with names. I'm really good with stories. So if somebody told me in like ninth grade that their brother played the cross, I will forever remember that that person's brother plays the cross. Wow. And that is why you're a psychologist. <laughs> it, it does help. I bet. As a therapist. Wow. Oh, because you can recall stuff. Yeah. Without taking, well, you probably still take notes. Uh, depends. Usually in the first session, you take a lot of notes, but okay. then mostly I just sit and listen and wow. I take notes after. Is it like talk therapy? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like individual therapy. Oh my, I I'd mean, it's on Zoom. You're standing in my office stop. right now. Stop. I'd it. be very jazzed if I were a young person and I got you as a psychologist. Well, thanks. I yeah. work with a lot of young people. Uh-huh. Um, and I think some of them are jazzed. Some of them are probably less jazzed. Are some of them forced to be there? Uh, I've only had one person who was like legally mandated <laughs> wow. to therapy. Okay. Yeah. But it was like not legally mandated to see me. It was like he had to just, you had to for just the go. Judge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get sessions. the hours in. Yeah. Um, three sessions, which. What? Yeah. What were you supposed to accomplish in three sessions? Great question. Wow. Our legal system. We won't get into it, but <laughs> that's bonkers. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you said you did childhood experimentation. But beyond that, what was the first, do you remember the first sexual experience you had with another person? Mm. Mm-hmm. Camping trip. <gasps> okay. Is it, it was actually a- before the first masturbation story. Oh. But it was like a truth or dare kind of thing. Okay. Is it like an okay memory? Do you mind talking about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It was like okay. a fine. It was a camping trip with a peer. It was like we were like just you 12, and- just me and him in a tent in the woods. Far, I grew wait, up in the woods. Like I grew oh, up. Okay, in- I, mean, I was like, that is horribly negligent. No, no, no. <laughs> just like we went up the mountain <laughs> by ourselves. Wow, Brokeback Mountain vibes. Um, okay, Brokeart Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. Oh. <laughs> Brogart Mountain. Brogart Mountain. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, 
you and this. Okay, go on. Sorry. No, it was just like a camping trip with like a truth or dare. But just two of you playing. Just two of us. Okay. Yeah. And it, it did. He, he continued to be very interested in sort of escalating this. And he is also straight and married. Yeah, of now, course. Which like, again, this is a very normal behavior. Typical. Yeah. Bodies are exciting. Yeah. Bodies are <gasps> weird and fun and secret. So he wanted, and he wanted to experience those things. I think he was also just a little further along physically than me and had a little more hormonal. Okay. Thing. Like oomph. Yeah. I think I remember feeling, I, I was the one who was like, no, we cannot do that. Now I feel differently. <laughs> Wait, can you tell what the that's were? Oh, he wanted to, he wanted to escalate from hands to mouth stuff. And I was like, no. but how did it start? Like, what was the, just like, oh, I, it started very, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very slow, like, hey, okay, so I dare you to, like. Flash my, flash your dick or something. Yeah, or like, take off your underwear inside your sleeping bag. Like, <gasps> stay, like, and then it was like, okay, okay, double dare, which, double dares are the dumbest thing. I know. Person. Like, a double dare. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I dare us to kiss. <laughs> like, it's like, so stupid. But yeah, double dare like, was like, was like, run a circle around the tent naked. We both have to do it. Right, like that kind we of thing. Do we both had to do it. double there. <laughs> the worst was in, I don't know if you had this in, you're from like St. Louis, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, in Michigan we had, it would always be like this like rhyme, or not even rhyme, but like a rhythm of like truth dare, double dare, promise to repeat. And like, no, we did so, this culture so didn't hit truth St. Louis or dare, and then there's double dare, which is two of us do it, and then there's promise to repeat, which is you have to say what I tell you to say, which is like so stupid. Um, okay, like, literally being like, my mom is a couch. Like, what are you gonna have? Like, <laughs> I'm a fat dumb dumb, or like, what? Are I'm you? a fat dumb dumb. Yeah, you really like, got what? me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm humiliated on the bus. <laughs> yeah, that was like truth dare, double dare, promise to repeat. Okay, actually, now that you give that bus example, um, that could be a very good way to read one of your friends and get them to say something that like everyone knows about them, but no one like talks about just literally being like, I <laughs> have sex with my friends, boyfriends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that yeah. Party. And then they just record that part. Um, um, okay. I killed Liz. I killed the teen dream. <laughs> Get over it. Yeah. Um, oh, iconic movie. Mm -hmm. Have you met him though? Yeah. 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 I was gonna say he's like around town. He's around town. Yeah. Um, good stories for non podcast. <laughs> also, um, the whole guy, bodies are exciting. First of all, is ringing in my head because no one's put it so plainly about like kids growing up. Like bodies are exciting, well, and it's a secret that you're told you have to keep. Sure, but everybody has one, so yeah. you know everybody has the secret. Also, it's like the thing that's like the funniest thing in the world, <laughs> but also like no one talks. You about go it. to hell. Oh wow! Like what is that? See, okay, and this is kind of why I did this podcast, because I still don't think sex is very conversational. It's not. And, like, so is it, we carried that from mm -hmm. child, like, the the secret of it all, the, like, damnation of it all, like, it's just, like, carried into adulthood? I mean, depends on who you are. I mean, I think you're, like... Here's the thing. I think queer people have a different experience because we have to acknowledge our sexual activity in a way that is like, hi, I identify as gay, which means, means I'm I telling do this. you about the sex that yes, I have. Yes, yes, yes. Whereas straight folks get this sort of weird, like, faux, like, paper screen over their sex. Like, you don't have to say those things. And so, like, it's, it's a weird thing where, like, the shame that you hold, you know, learning to release it can help sort of reshape 
the way in which you experience your sex for better or for worse, right? There right. are some things that are shameful that are fun because they're so forbidden. They're so like, they're so a secret. Yeah. It's a secret or, or, or it should be a secret, but people are watching you do that secret. Like, or like, there's a lot of things where like, what is, you know, will it, won't it kind of happen. And so those things like really can shape the way that we experience things. And then by doing some of the work, you may discover that something that like you used to be so turned on by, like loses its Lust strength work. because you're like, oh wait, I've actually like kind of metabolized this like shame and trauma. And now like I'm just turned on by like whatever else. Interesting. So then <clears throat> there is like a positive aspect to the secret keeping somewhat of the sex behavior. There is an energizing aspect. And okay. that energy, I think, could go positive or negative. Oh, okay. I love that. Because it's like, why is it a secret? Mm-hmm. Is it because I think other people will judge me for it? Or is it because I like, like, oh, JD and I have mm-hmm. this thing and our, none of mm-hmm. our friends know. And it's very, like, aggr- you know, sexually aggressive or whatever. Right. Wow. Yeah. So it, it has, there's a power there yeah. that you can choose to diffuse. <gasps> and I think, like, in some ways, like... I mean, just imagine, um, imagine like the first time you ever opened Grinder, and it was like, oh my god, yeah, dicks everywhere, yeah, Candyland, so exciting, and how like the malaise of that can set in where you're like, yeah, okay, I guess there's dicks everywhere, dicks everywhere, yeah, there's there's dicks everywhere. I'm I have to work today. There's no, I can't just be. (laughs) If a dick crosses my path, great. I actually struggled with that for a while, um, compulsively checking Grinder. Yes, I I mean, well, it is so it actually sits in your brain in a very similar thing. There's all, a lot of research about this that um, it looks to your brain almost like pulling a slot machine. So it's a literally, and gambling addiction is a real thing. Absolutely So that. it has what's the most powerful reinforcer, reinforcement schedule, which is um, variable interval, which means you don't know when it's going to happen and you don't know how good it's going to happen. So every time you're so into figuring out when and how it's going to go, which is like a slot machine. So, and, and what's even crazier about a slot machine is the near, your brain thinks of a near win. So like, let's say you get four bananas, four bananas instead of five bananas. And you're like, I almost won. Ooh, I'm I almost close. won. So your brain is now sparking like you've got the good thing when ultimately, and it feels like a good thing when ultimately it's the same as the, the negative, it's the same as the bad thing. So if you are talking to somebody on Grinder and you're getting like the pics and the story and the plan the and then they ghost you. Oh my God. That's a near, that's a near hit. But your brain has spiked all this dopamine. Yeah. It's really intense. Oh it, my God. Yeah. It's really wild. I need to read some of this research. There's really, yeah, it's really good research. And or so is it, it dumbed actually, down so people like yeah, me can yeah, understand yeah. There's, it? There's like, there's like Vice articles that are summarizing okay, okay, the, okay. the um, like yeah. app experience or specifically Grinder for gaming. Specifically Grinder. I mean, Grinder is the most sort of ubiquitous and the and the most downloaded. I think maybe in different countries like Hornet. Oh is, sure, sure, sure. But the concept, better, but, but the concept of it is is very similar. And so this idea of of it being similar to to. Um, you know, Instagram, that thing where you like open Instagram and you scroll and you scroll and scroll and you close Instagram and then you open Instagram before you even almost know it. Yeah. It's the, and Twitter, like different mm -hmm. things. And it's that, that, um, notification praise. Mm -hmm. I, the best thing I had until this, and I'm so glad you just laid all that information on me because it makes so much sense. And it was a very much an aha moment for me. But like before that, someone described grinder as interactive porn. And it's just like, because you're turned on, yeah. you're exchanging visuals, 
<clears throat> words, like mm-hmm. emotions. And it's like, you're like engaged in this like sexual behavior with like a bunch of different people. Yeah. And that made sense to me too. I was like, oh, of course I like it. I'm like, it's pornographic. Like I'm like experiencing this like aspect of sex from the comfort of my own home. And, and that comfort I think is really, really important because it lacks vulnerability. Yes. Because so you can like, put it down. I live near Vaseline Alley. Yes, you do. I live very near Vaseline Alley, which Wait, is- for those who don't know, Vaseline Alley is this alley behind like a series of shops in West Hollywood, California, where I guess like anonymous sex happens yeah, a or lot cruising. Of cruising. So people I think will like just stand out there. Near it. And and if you're there on a busy time, I walked back from the bars last night and was like, oh, this is <gasps> this, this feels is like the a, it's like a farmer's market, but <gasps> there's no wares. <laughs> like it's just just eggplant. No, yep, nobody's selling this like Dave's kimchi, <laughs> but mm, kimchi which is delicious. Yeah, Dave's Korean man. Um, I but yeah, have, have so, you heard of the app Sniffies or the website Sniffies? I've heard <laughs> of it. The name, dude. I can't. I don't think it's an app, first of all. And yes, I have this. Yeah, you're right. It's like a site. site, Mm -hmm. And it is a a map of your area with pictures mainly of buttholes and dicks. Yeah. And people just like, it's like your profile photo is that. Yes, a butthole. So it's like a butthole near 7-Eleven. Yeah. Uh, Like there's a throng of genitalia near Vaseline Alley. And it's just like. See, I haven't looked at this one yet. Which like, but it is, it's fascinating. But. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I live a block yes. from Vaseline Sorry, Alley, yeah. but I w- could sit on the couch and look at Grinder, and I'll think like, there's literally like an IRL version of this available to me, and I'll just be like, mm. I'm going to keep watching Stardust on Netflix. <laughs> While getting like dick pics and stuff from... Yeah. There's also, okay, would you a- admit that, okay, I should not put that on you. I would say that there is... <laughs> Um, there's, um, a quality of the thing I'm looking for that would be higher on Grindr than in an alley. Yeah. Do you know well, what I mean? It's like, it's, well, it's like less tantalizing to me. Also, I have no interest in getting caught. No interest in well, being it's watched. Like, I would compare it to like, you know, if I really want ramen, I'm going to go to Tatsu ramen. I'm not going to go to 7-Eleven and buy like oh. top ramen. <laughs> What about bottom ramen? Bottom ramen. I mean, it will be eventually, depending on the sodium content. That'll determine um, the speed. I love Tatsu, by the way. That's my favorite one. It's very good. And the, the fresh garlic. But it's one of those things, right, where if you're like, oh, I'd like to seek out ramen. I'm going to get. Versus like if you're at 7-Eleven, you're like, eh, this, oh. this one comes in a bowl. So I guess that makes it. And it's much cheaper. Better. Yeah. I'll add an egg. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. I were and now I like I've gotten lost in the conversation, which is a great sign, I think. Sure. Um that is fascinating. So wait, then do you still use Grinder? I have I have had a tumultuous relationship with Grinder, not in terms of like trauma, which I Grinder can be really I think traumatic for folks. I just find it's such a time suck for it me. Is. And I have like real attentional issues. So oh. it's so easy to like just distract me from like, like ADD. Yeah. Okay. From like what I need to do. It's very like mild, but in terms of like in the last like year and a half, like writing a dissertation. Oh my God. It was like grinder can't be on my phone. Yep. Like it was like, I can't. Did you say to yourself, I'll put it back when I finish my dissertation? No, I was like, I think I'm just done <gasps> for oh, a while. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And so it comes and goes. Um, but it is something that, uh, I have to check, uh, 
I have to be very honest with myself about like why am I on this mm. and how am I going to feel if this works or doesn't work. Mm. I have to be like very God. Those are the hard hitting questions. Yeah. I found uh, I found like a non dramatic, non like angry like safety block is like a good thing for me where it's like hey you're somebody that like I think is like great but I've said hi to you and I know who you are as a person and you haven't said hi to me I'm gonna I'm gonna have to block you not oh sure not to be dramatic but to be like I don't need to see you on totally for me not for you yep I get it I respect it and the exact same uh, block your way to a better experience sort yeah. of but I also have a very different view of Grindr, I think, than a lot of people, which speaks to your sexual sort of shame and conversational, like how sex needs to be more conversational. I I don't think it's weird to say hey to a friend on Grindr. Oh, and other people get cagey. Or, or even somebody who like, who like you've, maybe you've, you've met, you've hooked up, but you've exchanged phone numbers. Yeah. And you're like, oh, hey, on Grindr. And I've had people be like, you have my number. Yep. Why are you? And I'm like, because I saw you're on here. Like, I'm on here. I want to close the app. Right. And go to text. Right. Also, I didn't save your name. Ah. Right? Like, like, you just never know. Like, what? No, totally. And I've, and I've had that in a way where I'm sort of like, oh, is this some sort of, like, magic secret whisper place? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I think a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I will say as someone who used to see a friend and block him faster, as fast as I could on Grinder years ago. But now I don't. Now I'm closer to like, oh my God, hey slut. Like, you know, yeah, like what's which up? Is like, yeah, I'll often do those. Like I'll just send like the filthiest thing I can imagine. Yes. So it's like, I'm joking. We're just kidding around We're here. We're here. Yeah. I had a therapist actually once asked me if I have sex with my friends or hook up with my friends. Right. And I was like, no, I, I famously in the past removed genitalia from my friends. Like they become genitalia lists mm-hmm. and um he just asked like oh like why and i was like oh i you know i don't really know so i'm actually trying to cross that bridge of like can i have sexual experiences with my friends and feel very like comfortable with it yeah i i tend to feel in, to be in the same camp as you um where i yeah my friendships are not sexual friendships but i have friends who they're like whole group of friends will be like oh we're going to palm springs and i'm like oh i know what your house is all about yeah but that, okay, is that a, a age thing? I mean, I don't think or so. Or is that an us thing? <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe we're in this weird middle place as like senior millennial where like the Gen Z folks are like, yeah, no, everyone, if you're not having sex with your friends, then you don't support women or like whatever. <laughs> right? Or like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, there's yeah. like the like Gen X like <laughs> crowd, which are like, which are like, we had to lie in shame and yeah. now we own, you know, these nine bedroom houses in Palm Springs and totally. you better believe, you know. <laughs> We're going to fuck as much as possible. Right. Which like, I think for them is only about once a day. But that's... <laughs> shade. <laughs> age, shade. Ageism. Ageism. You're canceled. Yeah. Good I morning, knew you would step ageism, in shit. sodomites. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually like, and I don't want to make... I think ageism is a, an interesting area because the argument I've seen is like, oh, like older gay men resent that younger gay men don't want to have sex with them. Which is like. But like, did you, when the, you were Never young, not. I think, I mean, Pierce Brosnan was my first crush and he, I still right. could still get it. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. I actually think, yeah, I think ageism, I think exists. Yeah. I certainly think there's like a real prioritization of like youth and beauty says the 35 year old with hot pink hair. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm literally like, I'm an actual baby angel. (laughs) Believe me. Um, Yeah. No, but uh, I do think there's a, there's a prioritization, but I also think actually, but again, we're seeing this. I think this is an example of like male privilege in ageism where we're seeing that like, yeah, of course men can age and be hot and be sexualized. I mean, half of porn is like these daddies, daddy, daddy, youth sort of intergenerational sexual relationships. I, I, I don't think I've ever, I don't know if I call guys daddy in earnest. No. You know what I mean? No, I couldn't. Yeah. I I mean, here's the thing. Like my dad and I are pretty cool. Yeah. And like, I don't want to bring that concept (laughs) Into the room. Yeah. My, my dad actually died recently, yeah. which would just make it so... Wait, did he? He did. Oh yeah, my God, he I'm actually, so that sorry. Wasn't, I mean, it was, yeah, it was both a funny statement, okay. but not a, like a, a sure. bit. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it is like a kind of a... Like, so the idea of calling someone daddy... It's like, I mean, the position is open. Yeah, but also like he can probably see now, which is like... <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, which like it does occur to me. Um, yeah. We got so off topic. Okay, do you what, when talk talk to me real quick about when you quote unquote lost your virginity? Does that stand oh, out? Oh yeah, I mean it. Yeah, I had a very I had a lovely experience. Oh good. Um, I was seventeen. Oh great. I had come out. <gasps> Stop a, in in okay. little bits. Like okay, I had, yeah, a soft know, coming out. A soft coming out. I had told like one female friend. Sure. Which like hey, that's big. That's the biggest one, right? The first one. I knew her from church camp. <gasps> but you she, knew she'd be cool. Yeah. Well, so she was uh, a student at Interlochen Arts Academy. Oh, I applied for Interlochen. Me too. Mm-hmm. I got waitlisted. And Idlewild. Yeah. Wait. And Idlewild. Mm-hmm. I, like, so I applied for Interlochen in, in Idlewild. Idlewild. And I was They're like, Idlewild, Idlewild oh, campus. Idlewild campus? <laughs> wow. I love that. No, sorry. Go on. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, she was at Interlochen Arts Academy. So she was the boarding school. And I went up to prom with her. And actually, these people, because of acting and theater and I'm still not an actor anymore but I'm still very much in the sort of community and the space I still run into all of the people involved in this story from when I was 17 in Traverse City Michigan so uh I was um I I was flirting with this one guy who is still around and he's an actor very talented named Steve Mazurek in theater like you were flirting in the flesh or like the flesh we were in person because you know, I guess there was AIM at the time, but this was after prom and I was flirting with him. Oh my and God. then this other guy came up, a vocal performance major, not even a theater major. <gasps> oh my God. And like pulled me aside and was just like, I, I would like to kiss you. And I had never kissed anybody French style. Oh my gosh. Ever. But you would kiss. I'd had a girlfriend lip. for two years. Stop. And you never put your tongue in her mouth. No. Oh my God. Two years. <gasps> Did you have sex with her? No. Oh my God. <laughs> Imagine like a you chaste don't... Christian closed mouth, like sex. freshman year sex. Honestly? No, I did not. I can picture that. You can picture yeah. that. You've seen that video. Yeah. Not of me, but of someone. Well, okay. No, we never took video. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I did not. I never, I never did. So that my first like real like French kiss was with this guy. And were you in front of everyone? Or we you were like you a, away in a corner in a bowling alley. Like it was like, but oh, like people could see. Bowling alley. Yeah. Balls After getting prom. fingered. Wow. It was just open? Uh, or no, did it they rent like it they out? They rented it out for the school. Cool. How many people in like uh, in this situation? There were like 200 kids there? 
Yeah, probably three, two, three hundred kids. Wow. Okay. Big bowling prom. alley. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. So he pulls you into a dark corner. Tells me he wants to kiss me. He had a tongue piercing, which, by the way, what? Really? You're on the no side. Oh, I remember at the time it seeming very exotic. I was oh. like, where are you from? Florida? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's amazing. Honestly, that that logic still tracks. <laughs> also, the like the nightmare of like trying to kiss somebody by being like, I wonder what that feels like when you kiss. You know what I mean? That like horrible, like obvious, like truth or dare extension, truth or dare extension. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. And so he and I, uh, made out, I, I can't imagine I would, you want to be there again? No, I would never. Oh, because (laughs) the, 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 the nightmare of that kiss must have just been, so it was a not good kiss. It was an amazing kiss for your first 17 year old, like, as much tongue as possible kiss. Okay. The technique was not there. On either side? He was also 17. I mean, I don't think, I I don't remember it being bad, but in my mind, I also remember, I I just can't imagine it was very good. You know? Wait, pause. I I got, is this your prom or his prom? It's his prom. He goes to the school. I'm my best friend's date. Oh, this is a great position for you. Yes. Oh my God. How liberating. And it's like such a gay school. (gasps) Oh my God. It was gay Mecca. Like I would drive three and a half hours just to be like, I'm gay. <laughs> like it was like really special. Um, also, also it's like, we, so it is a good memory in your head. Great memory. See, and that's like at dr- sex as a drug. That's like your first time doing Molly. It's like, yeah, that was the come up. Yeah. It's like, Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And then he and I like in such an amazing like 17 year old infatuation kind of way in like days we were like, I love you. You know what I mean? Like we were just like so on like AIM. Stop. And yeah, we fell in love. And uh, yeah, I lost my virginity to him in a dorm at, at Interlock and Arts Academy. Oh my, not the first, not the last. I'm sure. I'm sure. Actually, I have a lot of now adult friends who also went to Interlock and that, I, that were not present there. And are, are like, yeah. Oh, in Picasso? Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You lost your virginity in Picasso. Yeah. Like the RA knocked on the door while it was happening. It was, it was, it was all of the, everything went wrong, but also it was like, you know, it was the, the milestone of like, yeah, this is like clumsy and silly. It's exactly. And, you did have a very picture perfect yeah, movie-esque. Really, yeah. And he was, he was my boyfriend. We were in love. It was, yeah, it was very. And he topped you. He did, yeah. Were you guys versatile? That's the only time we ever did it. Because <gasps> in our in a true like tumultuous like relationship, he cheated on me with a flautist named Dan. Dan, if you're out there. Fuck you, Dan. Fuck you, Dan. Fuck you, Dan, and fuck flautist. The, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I know. I will say I still see this person around. He lives in New York and he's Dan? A, no, no, oh. no, no. The the boyfriend. Um Should we drag the boy? I mean he's boyfriend? married now oh, and to a man. To a man. Okay, thank you. Yeah, he's married to a man and But not Dan. Not Dan. Oof. No. Wait, do we know where Dan is? Hashtag find Dan. <laughs> Sodomites. Find, find Dan. Dan. A flautist. 2003 Interlochen Arts Academy. But he also went to Interlochen. Yeah, he was an Interlochen oh, student. That's every girl's worst nightmare. Yeah, You're, he was you, at the school. I yeah. had to go back to public school in Holly, Michigan. Oh my. Did any part of you try to... Oh, you were waitlisted. I, that was the year before, actually. I had tried to get in for that year, Got and it. I didn't get in, which oh makes sense because I 
was not good. Oh, really? I was, I, I'm a fine actor, I, uh-huh. but I had the worst like possible training and no adult helped me prepare that. And so I was just like. <laughs> Flying by the seat of your pants. I was like, I'll figure out an audition. Kind of thing that happened with me. Like I had some training, but like my drama teacher at school was useless. Yeah. Like when I did my stuff really... for her, she was like, good. Oh, see, mine was like way, was like the worst. His thing was literally just like project. project. Oh no, so you're and, screaming. And I remember the... one time, one time, this was such a, speaking of trauma memories, we were doing the Scottish play, which I won't say only because right now it's sort of like we're in a theater because oh, we're how, performing. Oh, how good, okay. Yeah, we were doing that and uh, I was playing Banquo, which I was like a sophomore <gasps> I in high Banquo. school. Really? It's the perfect part. It's such a good part. It's you can ver- just come out and be like ba- a dead yeah, ass yeah, bitch. Yes, 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 in, out, yeah. Yeah. Being yeah, so much fun. Yeah. Um, but I was that role and and this stupid high school teacher pulled us uh, like asked us to come up one one at a time on stage and improvise no in Elizabethan English no in character Stop. with no tr- like this person has <laughs> never trained us other than turn out and project <laughs> like that's all we've ever gotten as like any training. And I, I like tried, like I tried and I'm also like, just like, what is happening? I'm like trying to do it. And he comes up on stage and he goes, listen, some people just don't have it. And no. he like at me. No. He also was a Vietnam vet and ha- was missing several fingers. Stop. And I swear to God pointed at me with like half fingers. Half a hand. Some people just don't have it. And I just remember being like, I'll never work in this town again. <laughs> Like, <gasps> that sucks though too that that's one of the, that sucks yeah. fuck that guy too yeah fuck dan and fuck his name was joe mishler joe first and last name i think, I think actually he I think passed rest. okay <laughs> I think your face even <laughs> i think actually i'm not sure though which is almost worse <sighs> we i mean i i kind of hope he is wow that <laughs> I'm just saying, you say something mean to one of my friends, look where he is now. Yeah, he he didn't, he was not, I mean, the thing was, he couldn't not, he couldn't not cast me. I was just going to say, did they make all the gay kids play Banquo? I mean, I was not the only gay kid. The other gay kid played uh, Macduff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Was he a dad? That's a good gay Mac- role. Macduff is the one who kills him in the end. Oh, oh. Oh, that is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, so you had sex with this guy. Was it off to the races after him? Like, did no, you? No, 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 no. Okay. It was like very slow. It was years. Because you were looking for love again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what was that like as a seventeen-year-old in Travers? Oh well, that's where Interlochen is. I grew oh, up oh, right oh, outside oh. of Flint. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Started from the Flint. Now we're here. That's what turned your hair pink. That is the, oh, <laughs> the, the rust in the water. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Wait. Years and years. Talk to me about that. Years well, and years like since you had slow, like- I would say like maybe one to two a year was kind of my thing. I remember being, I remember when I was 20, 19 or, or yeah, no, I was 20 and I was sitting in my, my housemate's room in college and I was 20 years old and can't and, wait. And I just hadn't really had like a real serious relationship like you know sure right I'm 20 years old and I remember looking at Allison who's two years older and being like Allison I wonder if just 
no one's ever going to love me. <laughs> and I remember her being like, no, yeah, please. you're going to be, no, dude, you're going to be so fine. Wonderful. <laughs> and just like being 20 years old, which again, I'm a therapist for a lot of 20 year olds. And so I like, I, I say this with like, like I hear it and I'm like, yeah, I remember being there and it being the very truth. real. It was very it real. Is the truth. It is your whole world. Because it's like, you felt like an adult at 18, which by the way, if you look a senior in high school, they're, a child. Yeah. And then like at 20, you're like out of the, your home. You've, you, you just feel like, Oh, like you think this you're, is you're it. two years into college. You think you're grown. Yes. You're going to class. Yeah. You have but, friends that like regularly like sleep over at their boyfriends and girlfriends. <laughs> yes. Wow. Wait, but you were full gay by you now. You have friends that can buy you alcohol legally. <laughs> well, technically it's illegal for them to buy you, you alcohol, alcohol. But they could purchase it. <laughs> And then you could take it. Um, yeah. Um, 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 but you were full gay. Yeah. Yeah. And where were you? So I was finding guys on things like, um, okay, back in the day it was xy.com. I remember xy.com. I found a guy that I went to college with on xy.com and I fully slid into his AOL instant messenger and was like, hey, just so you know, I know, but I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm here <gasps> if you need somebody to talk to. Oh my God. <laughs> Therapist from and the I start. Was, I was low key in love with him, but oh. I could never tell him. And he was secretly sleeping with his boyfriend or with his with his roommate in his fraternity. They were hooking up, not like sleeping together, but they were like they would get drunk and they would like touch bits. And <laughs> and he was like he just like poured this whole story out to me because he couldn't tell anyone. And he told me, and I just remember being like, "I love you," <laughs> like so in love. But cut to you know. 15, 16 years later, those two are married now. No. And they have a baby. Stop. And they're both doctors. Stop. Yeah, I swear to God. And they're both named Jason. No. I, think, I hope Jason, if you're, Jason and Jason, if you're listening, I still nothing but love for you both. But would you get in between there? I, that is, I believe from my understanding, very much not the vibe of that, of, of their I, partnership. We're not talking about their vibe. I'm talking about your vibe. I, you I'd would. consider that. You'd be the the connecting piece in the Eiffel Tower. Although we could revisit earlier conversation. I don't really have sex with my friends. <gasps> Fuck, you're right. Well, this at this point is a distant. At this point, they're my enemies. Yeah. Like at this point. <laughs> <laughs> at this point. Um, wait, is that what you want? Do you want a doctor, husband, and a baby? I don't know. I mean, my I think COVID really shifted a lot of my thoughts about dating. Um what did they shift from 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 where I, to like, where? I like really was like looking for love for like a really long time. I had one four year relationship that was wonderful. <gasps> we bro- we needed to break up and we broke up and it was like good and. Why when you say needed to break up? What were the, like the moving to different parts of the country? Just okay. like we weren't being good to each other anymore, oh. but like just taking each other for granted. Yeah, and okay. it had just gotten really like out of balance, really out of whack. But, um, and I was like, just trying to like find a partner. And then in COVID, kind of one of my best friends who all like in my like smaller group of friends, like everybody has a boyfriend except for two of us. And so we hung out through like all of COVID, like five nights a week, six nights a week. You and these two singles? Me and no, just one friend. Oh, oh, I, oh. I am one of the two singles. Oh, got it, got it, got it. So me and this and my friend David, and we like kind of became like non-sexual life partners I in a way that. where like we like and i just have been like wait a minute 
a lot of my like relationship needs of like, who's going to go to dinner with me or who's going to like watch a movie with me are like covered. I like living alone. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. I don't know that like I, my job is taking care of people. Yeah. So like coming home and being like, Oh, you need me to take care of you now. Okay. And like, I've got a good friend. I've got a dog and I've got, you know, physical attention when I need physical attention. Wow. We um, mirror each other in a lot of ways because I find a lot of solace in friendships. I recharge when I'm by myself. I also have a dog and it's like, I guess my fear sometimes is that like sex will become less of an option as I age. Do you know what I mean? Like acquiring it, but like that's also like future tripping. That's like not an issue right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, it is this like future, like projective sort of fortune telling, but yeah. And and so I think I'm, I'm kind of at the place where I, I'm just like, I don't know if something cool. Great comes it has to truly like enhance your current situation yeah it's got to be fun and exciting and something i i yeah i i'm yeah i think for a long time a lot of my you know for the first four year five years of my 30s i guess because 35 is your sixth year of your 30s which is depressing oh that's Um, mathematics i wasn't ready for there's zero one two three four oh wow yeah so my first five years of my thirties, I think I really was looking. That's bonkers for love. I yeah, truly didn't know that until yeah. just now. Oh my god! Oh no! The two aha moments. That's not good. Sorry about it. That's a good therapy session. Yeah, I walk out and collapse yeah. onto your front lawn, and because of the Venmo <laughs> that I send you, the Venmo request. <laughs> Decline. No. Okay. Yeah. Wait. 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 Talk to me about the four-year relationship. Okay, or for you, with a partner. Mm-hmm. What percentage of it is sexual desire. And do you have sustained sexual desire for the same person? Well, I mean, I've only had one four-year relationship. Okay. Uh, and I never wasn't attracted to him always. Okay. Uh, he's very on the nose for like what, like... You were looking for in that department? Yeah, I have a very vast and like diverse repertoire of what I find attractive, but he like all of the different features were in the different bullseyes of features that I like. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. it more so in that department than intellectual or was oh, it all super smart? Yeah. Damn. He's actually, he's the reason I went to grad school. Stop. He was getting his PhD in environmental engineering oh my God. at UCLA. Uh-huh. And I, as an actor ended up feeling in my own sort of insecurity, not based on him, a lot of like shame about like, I'm not smart enough. One of his friends actually said to him early on in our dating. And I think this actually, that guy out there can, fuck off. But this guy, I said to him like, wow, Ben, I always thought you'd end up with somebody smart. <laughs> and I was just like, so which did they say that in front of you? No, he said it to Ben and probably Ben shouldn't have told me that. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh... But, um, ben should no, just so not I been friends like, with that guy. I, and I'd been, you know, my, my relationship with acting was, you know, frustrating at best. And so I was like, I'm going to go get a master's in, in psychology. And then I did it and I really liked it. And so I stayed and then you know, it's also, that's like not, again, that's not about my ex-boyfriend. That's more about like my dad being like, I'm smart. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Um, did, uh, he move away your guy? Yeah. He lives in San Francisco now. Oh wow. And has been in a relationship for like five years. Like, oh, okay. Or, okay. Like, okay. So, right, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Like got it. Got a forlorn it. lost love. Like okay. he's, he's in a great place and we're good friends. And would you act if you were presented with a role? 
sometimes when people ask me to do like small like theatery things, like if somebody asked me to be a series regular on a TV show or something where like the payoff was crazy, I'd probably be like, yeah. If somebody offered me like, you know, a, a national tour of, oh, of yeah. like a th- show, I would probably say no. No, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, like it doesn't. It's and I found because I acted long enough and I made a lot of really incredible, really talented friends. Like they, they'll just ask me to like, hey, will you just do this like web? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This is like one scene, yeah. And it's so much fun because it means I get to like do the thing. But yeah. at no point am I like, please may this turn into someone yeah. loving me. May this, may you believe that I have something interesting about me. <laughs> um, the energy, a career in entertainment is a mind fuck for your self esteem and your like self worth and confidence. S- speaking of the near misses being the the thing that spikes your dopamine and then crushes you, that thing oh, where they're like, you you're on a veil. And when you said speaking of the near misses, no, <laughs> you're my near misses at this point. We're almost married. Don't, uh, my watches. Oh no, my are you okay on time? No, no, okay, there's yeah. my phone ringing. Um, okay, so then. Like, what's sex life, sex like for you now? Like, is it like you kind of touched on it because you said you get that when you want it, which is literally something I've said before because it is available. And you're just like, oh, like I hang out with my friends. I might hook up with this guy that I've hooked up with before mm-hmm. and then like go about your day. But like, what, what role does sex play in your life now? I mean, I feel like it's at a much like healthier, easier like balance than it ever has been in that like I feel so much more grounded in me like there's less validation yeah that I'm seeking oh and, and asking so, yourself those questions yeah why am I doing this what do I want to get out of it how am I gonna bad. feel if I don't get it yeah um, um wait oh that wait what was the middle one what am I gonna get out of it yeah what am I hoping to get out of this wow because some people use sex for different things mm-hmm. wow yeah, do I want this person to like me? Do I want this person to think I'm hot? Do I, you know, what do I need out of this? What? And you said you're using it in a healthier way than ever. How do you use it unhealthily? Seeking, like, I, oh, no, I want this person to like me. Oh, I need, um, yeah, I remember probably one of the most aroused times I've ever had was when a different ex-boyfriend he and I tried to be like a friends with benefits afterwards and I was like hey do you want to like meet up or whatever and he was like oh I can't I have a date and I remember being like I have to have sex like just oh, like it was like sure a, just like a deep need this I was like 23 probably at the time and I just remember being like this is not great because I also think as you get older I mean maybe this will quell some of your fears in that I think like also as you get older like Bad sex is so much worse than no sex. Yeah. Bad sex is so much worse than no sex. Yeah. From start to finish. Start like, to finish. Like, if you're not on the same page with the person, if it's just not, if you realize midway through that you don't want to be there or you're yeah. doing it for the wrong reason. Yeah. I will say that is true, too. Yeah. I like, think the sex may be less, but it gets better. Or yeah. you don't find yourself in those situations as much. Or you're more willing to, like... Mm-hmm leave yeah and say like you know like this I'm isn't just working not, for me i'm not feeling it yeah. right like i i don't know why it's not working oh my god the times i've done stuff to be polite mm-hmm. i mean in my 20s but like still yeah which is like you know and that's as men where we feel typically most most often we are more likely to feel physically safe in totally a sexual space. and i can't even yeah well yeah what a teeny tiny feminine 
person, I guess, or yeah. you know, who doesn't present as someone who can defend themselves. So you're saying I'm not teeny tiny, I'm feminine. <laughs> you're, um, I'm actually like a tiny, so tiny, little, like JD's, wafer. JD's four nine. Have you ever seen a Trisket? <laughs> That's my bad. Cut it in half. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, you guys are gonna love JD. You're gonna actually maybe get harassed by some of my followers. All right. Once this <laughs> ends, um, any sex that um re- stays in your head is like the best sex you've ever had, and or worse. You know, actually, this is a great this is a great podcasty story. I remember once that this this stands out as one of the greater experiences. I think I was about 24. Mm-hmm. I and I met another person who just like checked all of my boxes. It was a, wait, what are your boxes there? I mean, facial hair is great. Um, good eyes, strong jaw, uh, hairy chest, hairy legs. Oh, hair of like any, but like a, like the, yeah, there is like a, a, there's some proportionizing in there typically, but yeah, he was, he was tall and lean and a professor, which is a great box for me. Okay. Um, Uh, yeah, he was, uh, I'm not going to say his name because of the what, what's going to come up in this story, but <laughs> I know his name from when I was 24 years old, and I will never forget his name. I will never forget you. Um, but so he and have I have we tried to find him? Do you know? I I think we were Facebook friends for a while. I think I, every like two years or so, I'll be like, he doesn't hmm. live here. So oh, he okay, 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 I got it, got it, got it. Um, which is good. Yeah, <laughs> safe for him. Safer for him. Yeah, because I'm clearly in love with him from when I was like 24 <laughs> years old. I was in San Diego uh, visiting a friend. And he was in San Diego for a conference. Uh, and we like met at a bar and just like clicked and just like talked all night long. Uh-huh. Just talked all night, all night long. And it was kind of one of those things where he was like, well, I'm leaving tomorrow. And I was like, I'm leaving tomorrow. And so we were like, this is the night. Like this is if we want, you know, he lived in Canada, which now he sounds made up. But he did. <laughs> he did. No, Canada seems more and more real the it's older I get. On the daily, more and more. <laughs> Um, but he lived in, in I think Ontario, maybe Quebec, but he lived way, way far away in Canada. And he had told me he was into leather, which is like not a, not a kink that I have. It feels like costumes, which is like fine. People can look hot in it. Like, of course the Tom of Finland, like I don't look at that and think like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. I don't know what, I don't even know. I don't really understand what it is like the leather of it all. And, and he, I was, so I was, you know, 24 and trying to be very like cool and like worldly or whatever and I was like did you like bring any leather and he was like yeah I did he was like I brought my chaps and I was like oh like will you put them on which like for those of you that don't know chaps I would assume everybody on this podcast knows what chaps are but basically it's just like stir up leggings with no coverage on your penis or your butt Uh like just just uh look at any Christina Aguilera music video in the late 90s (laughs) it's Um, true true. um but but yeah, so he put on these chaps and I was like, ooh, wow, <laughs> like you're in these chaps, like cool, sexy, like just trying to be. And then he was like, you put them on. And I will say at this point, <laughs> I'm 24 years old, so I am six feet tall and about 130 pounds. Oh, my God. I am literally a rib cage <laughs> with some cheekbones. <laughs> um, yeah. And... So he's like, put these on, right? I am not the leather body that that they wrap all the way around, of, right? They, do, they the belt actually wouldn't get small enough, I remember, but but <laughs> I put them on, and the fire in the eyes of this man as he looked at me was 
I think unparalleled. I have never felt more attractive to a person. Wow. Than I did in this moment. And I just remember it it being like a great night of just like, I think four or five times back wow. and forth. Like, but just like one of those things where it was like this flash in the pan. This is the night we have. Yeah. And um, yeah. Also like, I just remember it being good. Even in like walking away from it. This is 2000 or this is... I was 24, so this is 2010. All, all safe. All like we did all the right things. We stopped at Walgreens to buy like condoms. Wow. Like we really like. Yeah, did yeah, it. you were prepared. So I got to leave being like I don't have guilt or shame oh my or God. worry Ugh. or anything. And I just was like, this was perfect. Like, it was like a romance novel. It was like a um, Bridges of Madison County, where like they have like this like one thing. Like it really does feel like that in a, in the history of like. I'll never forget his name. I'll never yeah. forget the time. Yeah. It felt so good and lovely and just like mutually fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I had an, I had an experience with like a fetish that I'd never experienced. And I still, it's not, again, a it's thing, not yeah. a thing for me, but I will say like for those of you out there with a partner that's interested in pursuing this or that has a, that has a still feels safe and comfortable fetish for you to experiment Try it out because the look. They'll come alive. I I don't think I have ever. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm cute, but I've never had somebody <laughs> look at me. Like that. Like that. I mean, it was huh. wild. Oh, my God. You're very convincing. Yeah. I mean, really and truly. So, I mean, if somebody's asking you to, to participate and it feels safe for you, go, go for it. Did it also, you were 24. How old is he? Ish? I think he was like early 30s. That's hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like a perfect. That's very hot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Um, did it also kind of open the door to you for trying other kinks or being open minded to trying kinks as they came up? Uh, I mean, I think I have that attitude. To be honest, I don't have a lot of experience with them. With kinks. Um, with kinks. It's not a. It's not something that's uh, that I've sought out in okay. particular, and it's not something that like the partners that I've had. Although I will say, like gay sex, I think is pretty like free. So I think a lot of things kind of happen. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But um, this yeah. is actually a perfect segue. It's a quick round of hot or not. Great. I just say a thing and you say if you find it hot or not. Okay. 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 Great, great. <laughs> Yeah. He kind of just looked at me like, yeah, I'm not stupid. Yeah. That was that was the look. You'd be surprised how many people don't fully grasp. Um, <laughs> um, uh, spit. Not. I actually remember one time somebody <laughs> trying, somebody trying, and me literally like saying to him, like, please don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> like just bit and in your she mouth. Just, like, laughed out loud. Okay, yeah, good. And, like, laughed out loud. Good. I still please, don't. please don't. And your eyes were closed. I still see him at the gym. <gasps> no. Yeah, he's lovely. He's very nice. Wait, also was it a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was it a very like he grabbed your mouth and he was like open it, your mouth? Like, or, like I could feel him trying to like work up more, more like, spit. It was, like like you're like coming. There's a like, lot. A, well, and I think he was. Testing with like some spitty kissing, yes, like yes, in a way that yes, was like, let like, me see if this feels better. Putting some to you. in your mouth, yeah. And I don't like that. I've had other people um, I, I request guess I, it. It doesn't. It, the in my mouth really, really bothers is, is you. A no, I guess like somewhere else on me, I'd be kind of okay with. I definitely don't think I would like in the face because that feels. Um, not condescending. Uh, humiliating? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is like, uh, you know. Uh, humiliation. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, point. yeah. It's yeah. way out. Um, 
I, I there was a moment in my twenties where I did like guys spitting in my mouth, but just because I think it was so taboo. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh okay, yeah. but now yeah. it'd have to literally be a Hemsworth to yeah to do it. Uh, yeah. Um um spanking. Nah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, okay. If you if it hurts, then I'm like, what? <laughs> if you're trying to raise a well, <laughs> you're like, like, okay, what are we gonna argue after this? Yeah. Um. Uh. Choking. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I think like in the right in the right space that can be fun. But okay. But I feel like you're leaning towards not. It's not something I I you don't. Um, it doesn't request, excite you. Okay. But, okay. A, but going with that with that vibe can can be enjoyable. Sure. Um, hair pulling. No. Okay. I mean, it, yeah. Um, like Dom sub. Not, I'm not really, I think, and a lot of this sort of that we're speaking to is clearly showing I'm not super into like a very like mutual give and take. Okay. Kind of person. Okay. Um, yeah. okay. Um, I was going to say piss, but I'm thinking you're a no. You think correctly. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a no thank you. Oh, no thank you. It's a no thank you. Um, flip fucking. Uh, yeah, I mean, depending on like, you've got to have some energy in you and the right vibes and sure, a lot of there. You, you know, you doubled the number of things that need to like also fit. Be done, yes, and, yes, and yes. Be done and be prepared, and it is a lot of a lot of spinning dynamic. plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, are they this type of person? Am I this type of person with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh man, I'm trying to think of things then that are like because you're like pretty vanilla. I I think I'm like open. Open vanilla, yeah. Okay. There's not a lot of like cuddling. <laughs> uh, honestly, like kind of no, but yeah, uh, I guess yeah. <laughs> but as I said earlier, like I'm not really. You like living alone. I like living alone. I will say cuddling is cute for like four minutes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like I'm here afterwards. And now I'm going to my you own. You know, like let's like catch our breath, debrief the moment. <laughs> Notes. I mean, kind of. I mean, like, usually just positive notes. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, that was so great. Or, like, a, a what's it called? Like, a compliment sandwich? Where yeah. you, like, compliment, negative compliment? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, holding hands in public or PDA? I mean, if I like the person, then, yeah. Um, I'm not a big, like, makey-outy in public person. I'm not a big... I mean, like, my drunk 20s. Oh, my I'm God. Sure. Yeah. But that was, like, bars. That was, and, like, bars. spaces. Yeah. yeah it was, like, um, Target. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, sure. I think if you want to hold someone's hand, hold their hand. Okay. Um, this is about you, though. No, I mean, that, but that's how I feel. Okay, like, okay, general, okay, Like, okay, I think okay, if yeah, I want to like, hold someone's hand, then, like, I will. But it doesn't, like... Okay. It doesn't ignite anything. It doesn't leather chap you. No, I mean, when somebody that I... I'm do like in, okay yeah like and they touch me. yes yes oh my god it's great there's nothing better than like on at the movie theater when the legs mm-hmm. touch mm-hmm. and then you like both push in and like you know what i mean like oh the pressure god. he's like forbidden dates you're going on first dates <laughs> to the movie theater <laughs> i love first dates i love first date movie first dates because you can put a coffee before or after and if you do it after you can like talk about the movie if nothing else but oh. you can also pick up on the energy like yeah. sitting next to them. Yeah. And it's very like tantalizing to me. I also love movies and movie theaters. I love movies and movie theaters. It was one really? of the biggest things I missed. We should go to movies together. Yeah. Are you AMC A-list? I have actually been looking to do it because we live so close to It's the, the best money one. I've ever spent in my life. Okay. Ever. Okay. And The Grove is turning into an AMC. Is it? Yep. Oh, all right. Yep. That's worthwhile. I tried to go to the Grove theaters the other day and I was like, oh, that oh, you can't. doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Century City Mall is a really cute spot. 
Yeah. Also, I mean, now it'll be an AMC little monopoly around here, especially with ArcLight gone. RIP. I, you know what? Since I did AMC A-list, I was like, fuck you, ArcLight. ArcLight's like $20 for a ticket. The seats are not recliners, which they are at AMC. If you go to the right screening. Let's. Okay. okay but right. there's no right screening at ArcLight. ArcLight. I mean, the nice thing about ArcLight, though, is you'll just leave and you'll be like, oh. John C. Riley is. Okay, that is true. Amanda Seyfried, like yeah. in my screening. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But that's the, and maybe slightly less rowdy crowds are at Arclight. But yeah. other than that, it's like not hot dogs, it's like seasonal sausage. And I'm like, no, I want a hot dog on like a soft bun. You want the seasonal sausage? No, I sausage. love a hot dog. Okay, okay. I love right. a hot dog so much. Yeah. <laughs> I do. That's not even a dick joke. That's oh. just like, I love like Dude. a 7 Eleven hot dog. Oh, I grew up on those. Like my yeah. mom would send me like five bucks, hot dog, big gulp candy i was pretty trashy um i mean i just didn't have a 7-eleven oh okay yeah, okay yeah, country, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. but like i don't wouldn't i don't think my body could handle a chili cheese dog from 7-eleven but it used to be like chili cheese jalapenos wow big so wiener from the spicy midwest yeah jalapenos yeah that's crazy Pickled jalapenos but still still could you imagine if they had fresh <laughs> I, I grew up with a girl who wouldn't eat Taco Bell because the beef was too spicy. No! Uh, the whitest thing that's ever been said on the pod. I, I love Taco Bell. I know. Um, okay, this is... Thank you for doing this. The last thing is... Yeah. If you could give, like, some advice to, like, little JD before mm. he began his sexual journey, mm-hmm. like, what would that be? God, there's so much. Um, I think I would... You can lay it all... I think over. I would probably want to, like, get rid of the the like bottom shaming that oh. like just the, the need to like tell straight people that I was a top. I think I did for, which is like comical now, yeah. like even like just like, and, and what's funny is like, I don't even identify like I, I, there is versatility in me, but in a way where like, I think there was such shame around that. And then I just, yeah. And so I think I would just be like, you know, go to London in, in 2007 and you'll learn, you'll learn to love, was that where it happened? That's where that was. That was where I learned like how to do it well. To bottom with yeah, sex in general. I had a boyfriend okay. in London. Months after I thought I was unlovable, I fell in love. But, oh my um, god! Wait, is that the four-year guy? No. Oh mm-hmm. wow! That was, a, that was a little. Damn less it! Than we a year. missed. Wait, wait, wait! Did we miss some? Did we miss a? a were there I'm, some things that you? I'm, a 35-year-old man. There are many know. relationships and <laughs> stories, and I've lived places. And I'm having insecurity as, as, as an interviewer that I, like, missed, like, a treasure trove of things. Are there any things that do stick out that you want to confess right now? Um, no, I mean, like, a lot of my... St- I, I think the, the thing, like, the, that I just... That like the sticks to sticks in me is just like this sticks in me. Um, <laughs> is what hasn't stuck in me. Yeah. Um, no, I mean the thing that sticks in me is just kind of like learning to like appreciate what you have to offer as something that like some people will love and some people won't. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the the main thing. But I'm sure. I mean, there's. I've okay. got a lot of stories. I know. Okay, maybe Zach. we'll have a part two. Um, like a self love type. Message. Yeah, we could. We, people could call in with psych questions or something. We could do a whole. <gasps> That would be great. You'd be down for that? Yeah, 100%. Fuck yeah. Okay, wait. Tell people where to find you. Um, Probably the best way to find me, considering that this is me talking about butt sex the whole time, would be my just like regular ass Instagram and yeah. not my professional do Instagram. Do you have a professional? I'll follow I do. your professional one. But okay, but do your... You can do- uh, yeah, so it's private because I'm a, I'm a therapist, but I pretty much follow anybody that's not obviously one of my... Or let anybody follow me that's not obviously one of my clients. Sure. I'm not like private in that way. It's uh, at Mr. Dolly Barton, B-A-R-T-O-N. Yeah. Um, and then my, my professional is Dr. J.D. Barton, but... <gasps> 
That's so hot. I don't really, I don't really use it very much, but I will when I open a practice eventually. So yeah. I'm very excited for you. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for doing this. Thanks so much. It's been a pleasure. Ah, oh, isn't he so wonderful? And I low-key got like kind of a free mini session. I should absolutely pursue. No, I don't know if I could do therapy with him because like we're we're friends or we're becoming closer friends as we speak. Uh, but please uh, follow him on social media. He has so much to offer the world and He's a hottie, if I do say so myself. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Please rate and review the pod. Consider signing up for the Patreon. Oh, I think I remember what it was. I, it looks like I'm going to be on the road a bit opening for the fantastic Sofia Nino de Rivera on the second leg of her first U.S. tour. Um, she is a Spanish-speaking comic. She's fantastic. She has two specials on Netflix. Check those out. Um, I'm not sure what dates I'm doing yet, but they're in the talks. And I've been out with her before, and she's fantastic, and I love her so much. So I may be coming to a city near you. And you know what? Maybe if I'm smart, I'll bookend those dates with, like, a one-nighter with me in that city. Um, That would be the smart thing to do. Um, But, you know... Not always smart, y'all, but you knew that already. Okay, if it's Friday, please go out and have a safe weekend. Don't blow up your hand with a firework, at least not with your jerkin' hand. Um, but I miss you already. And until next time, please, please, please keep sucking and fucking. I love you. Bye. <laughs>